Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. Every Thursday, your hosts, Dan and Dawn, share with you their experience and insights on kink, power exchange, and erotic life, as well as bring you interviews with exciting people from various lifestyles. Then every Monday, you'll hear from our various guest hosts. These nationally known educators bring a variety of experience to the mics and share with you an ever-increasing diverse world of alternative life. Erotic Awakening is intended for mature audiences. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. to MC this, um, this crazy night, and um, mostly because Sagacity is a platinum sponsor and they had to give us something. And I'm just teasing, I'm just teasing, I'm not really teasing, but um, <laughs> I hate this thing. Thank you. It's itchy. It will look great on you. So yes, I have been invited to do this, and I wasn't really sure what it was because I didn't, well, they said, you know, do you want to do this? And we're going to do the sled thing, and we've chosen these people. And I said, really, well, um, yeah, I may, uh, yeah, I think it could be, yeah, and who? Who did you choose? And they said, well, people that you know intimately. And I said, really, who? And they said, well, Jim Anderson. I said, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Been there, done him. And, uh, and they said, Tilly. And I said, oh, she's so cute. Again, I was recounting this earlier. Um, we had a kinky cruise. We have a boat. We do live in Victoria. And, because you have to have a boat. And, or you have to pay BC ferries, which I hate. 
And um, so we have a boat, and we had a kinky cruise. And actually it was with Elwood, who did a primal kind of thing, kind of like a primal thing. And he took a bunch of people, we took them to an island, they filled each other full of poles and hung around on strings and shit. And it was gross, it was totally gross. I stayed on the boat, I didn't watch. And, um, and it totally was one of those people. And, <laughs> and when we were heading home, there were people on the boat who were running around, being naked, debauching, doing like really gross stuff, as we all do, right? Except for Tilly, who was sitting on the deck with her embroidery hoop making hankies. <laughs> right? I was like, and that totally caught my eye because I do needlework, but also because she was the only one who didn't give a damn about all the cavorting and weird stuff that was happening. She just was like, oh, well. And I said, oh, Tilly, yes, I know her intimately. And then they said, and Lee Harrington. And I thought, okay. And, and to just elaborate that on a bit more, let me explain that last night we went to the party and we worked the room as we do because, of course, we're always trying to you know, get people to come to Sagacity because we want the money too. And... Um, we, uh, we were working in the room and I was like, oh, hi, I'm Lady Fish, and oh, hi, I'm Lady Fish, and oh, hi, I'm Lady Fish. And we came over to another small group and we're talking, whatever, and I said, oh, hi. And I looked at this person and I said, oh, hi, how nice to meet you. And you are? Lee. <laughs> and I said, Lee? Yes, Lee Harrington. <laughs> I said, oh, Lee Harrington. You're the one I know. <laughs> from coming up with some really nasty shit for tonight. And, uh, anyway, so I wasn't really sure so how to research this because I didn't know how or what I really could do with this. And um, so first of all, I thought, well, if it's, a, if it's an ask a slut, what is a slut kind of thing, I really should definitively be able to state what is a slut for those of you who don't know. And interestingly enough, there are two ways to look at this. One by the Wikipedia and or Webster's, which says a slut or slattern, slattern, isn't that great, slattern, is a, it's a pejorative term applied to an individual who is considered to have loose sexual morals or who is sexually promiscuous. People sitting at this table, not them, will have hazmat gear very soon. The term is generally applied to women and is an insult, sorry Jim, sorry Lee, that's just, I'm just telling you what it says, or is an insult or offensive term of disparagement, meaning dirty or slovenly. That having been said, I researched it further and I found that yes, there was in fact an alternative usages section which states, slut is used as a slang term in the BDSM polyamorous and gay and bisexual communities. Yeah. With BDSM polyamorous and non-monogamous people, as compared to polyamorous people, in usage taken from the book, The Ethical Slut, the term has been used as an expression of choice to openly have multiple partners and revel in that choice. Yes. Okay. Um, let me see. A slut is a person of any gender 
who has the courage to lead life according to the radical proposition that sex is nice and pleasure is good for you. who has taken control of your sexuality and has sex with whomever they choose, regardless of religious or social pressures or conventions to conform to a straight-laced monogamous lifestyle committed to one partner for life. The term has been taken back to express the rejection of the concept. <laughs> That's like that thing where you go put a tent someplace and you, like, for the one percent, what is that, the 99 percent, the one... Sluts, all sluts, intense. So that's um, so that's slut. Occupy sluts. I'm not. Let's not lose. Let's let's not lose sight of 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 you know of the health issues involved here with occupying many people at once. So with that in mind, I thought, well. What? Oh, dehydration. Not yes. At my age, you can do the mom thing. Um, what? Keep talking. Keep talking. Oh. Anyway, so. So while I was on the roll of looking things up, then that prompted me because then I knew I would be working with these people who I all know intimately, and um, I thought, well, you know. Before I can really talk about them or reference them in terms of slut, regardless of which definition you choose to use, I really should understand them. So I looked up their names. And what I found out was very interesting. Tilly is an old English name, which means strength in battle. <laughs> I've seen some of that. And I think it's quite apropos. Jim is also an old English name which means supplanter or representative. I assume that means that Jim is a representative of the slut thing, <laughs> that you can look to him if you're not sure how you should behave or what you should be doing, you look to Jim, he's the representative. <laughs> then of course there's Lee, my very intimate buddy. Uh, and again, that name, Old English, which means Meadow. And what the fuck is that? The meadow, right? I don't know what that means with regards to slut, but perhaps we'll get an insight on that later. I don't. If there's something in like Bambi, that's bestiality, though, isn't it? We're doing slut here. Slut, not not that, not the animal thing. No, no. So. Um, as you know, people were asked to submit questions, and some people did submit questions, and I have some very interesting questions. So I'd like to um, begin. Some of these questions are to individuals, and some of them were submitted to the overall, overall panel, as it were. Um, so we'll begin with this question, which is to all of them, all three of you, um, one at a time. And I don't know that they can talk and be heard, all the way at the back. Um, okay, so I'd like them to come up. And the first question is, what do you, why, why, why do you call yourself a slut? Why? Why? <laughs> 
if you just look at her outfit, she doesn't really have to answer this question, but... <laughs> I have to admit, I haven't thought about why I call myself a slut in many, many years. I think because I adopted this term in high school, actually, and never really let it go. Now, in high school, I actually wasn't very much of a slut. I was monogamous, for the most part, with a series of partners, <laughs> for the most part. Um, but I think, I think what it does boil down is it boils down to the Easton quote, you know? Sex is nice. Pleasure is good for you. I, I believe that no matter what my behavior has been, I've been monogamous in my life. I've currently been poly for a long time. Sometimes I have more than one partner. Sometimes I have no partners. Sometimes I'm celibate. Is I honestly believe that, you know, you should be having the kind of sex you want to be having. And there should not be social pressures about what that is or what that isn't. So it's more slut is a cry for freedom. But is this about sex? Is this about sex? <laughs> Sex? Well, I'm confused. I thought, well, it didn't, I thought slut was, oh my god. You see, that's what happens when you listen in. a slut, I just have a really bad PR person. Um, I take the, the term slut in a sexual and in many other uh, facets. I believe that life is to be enjoyed as much as you possibly can. Regardless of what situation you're in, have fun with it. Laugh. And if I can make more people laugh by having sex with them, it was somewhere around 80 um, at the age of 19 and uh, yeah I was over 18 at least right so we had an answer and between 18 and 19 you had 80? I'm not allowed to discuss the conversations before 18 apparently I was that kid um, but he looked at me and he said you do realize that officially makes you a slut right and I said, wow, I have a stamp of approval? That's great! And so for me, it's been that exploration since then of what that label means, what that stamp of approval happens to mean. And over the years, like Tilly, there's been points where I haven't had any partners and other points where I've had partners for a half hour and other times where I've had partners that were for years. And really? Half hour. 
I spent a period of time working you as... You young people, you just can't do that. <laughs> well, in this case, it was, I had the, uh, the delightful opportunity at an event called Dark Odyssey to work in the brothel. And people paid coins based on the number of minutes they were going to be spending with you. So that's a, you know, one of those opportunities. Uh, it's in Maryland, but it's at a special kind of legality in the form of you enter, you don't pay real cash after that point. Yes, yes. So it's all about fantasy role playing slash no, really just being a slut and you want to collect coins. How much you made? I believe I paid it all to Elwood and that night I made it. Tongue. <laughs> <laughs> it's just creepy, really. I did actually pay all the Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Elwood's not here. No. <laughs> he can't defend himself. No. Well, all right then. <laughs> we'll move along. This question is addressed to Tilly. <laughs> I'd like to come up here. <laughs> this question says, no peeking. I hear that you do awesome things with boots. I was wondering if you have any preferences. There's some very nice preferences here. We're going to go really okay. fast and you're going to think fast, right? <laughs> we're going to go quick. We're going to spit it out. We're all going to know where Tilly's at. We're going to remember this tomorrow night when she's doing boot blacking. Tonight. Oh, tonight. 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 I haven't had enough to drink. Um, <laughs> we're going to be really quick. And if we want to, if any of these you really want to know why, please raise your hand and I'll stop her and we'll find out why. We'll get to the bottom of it because that's why we're here. So, Tilly, let's see. Ladies versus men's. Not applicable. <laughs> I like boots. All right. Don't let her off easy on all these folks. Come on. <laughs> Black versus colored. Now, you know what? I'm from the South. She's <laughs> answering the question. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, because I was going to say what? <laughs> all right. Um, so far, I've only personally blacked black boots. I would love to work on a pair of colored boots. Check your shoes. <laughs> Are you ready? This is a good one. Large versus small. <laughs> They're all good. <laughs> all small. All sizes are good. So size That's not true. Size <laughs> not for boots. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All sizes. Yeah, no. I think large versus small in the overall let's be a slut thing, really. Large versus small. Come on, folks. It, it, it is all good. You do know that smaller cocks fit easier to the back of your throat, so... diligence, but there's something so sensual about a good oil tan. <laughs> She's such a waffler, have you noticed? <laughs> I just like everything. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, shorties versus 
thigh highs. Thigh highs? <laughs> This big grippy sole. Depends if they're stepping on me or not. I, I didn't write this. I don't know. For stepping, I prefer the grippy ones. Grippy. 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 Okay. Um, skinny versus fat laces. I like fat laces. But I like fat people too. So. I well, you're an exception, though, lady. <laughs> I'm not sure what that means. <laughs> it's a small, it's so beautiful. She's so full of shit. <laughs> yeah, really. Don't undo the strings, folks, because it's all over the floor. Um, and exactly, oh, this is like, oh. This is the hard one. Well, which... <laughs> I'll just hide my face. This is embarrassing. <laughs> Which orifice do you prefer these boots to be inserted into? <laughs> before you answer, and before you answer, did you prefer those inserted slowly or just rammed in? <laughs> well, as the owner of a notoriously shy little asshole, <laughs> on boots with my mouth. Oh. Mm -hmm. And in that one, it's definitely got to be slow and gentle. Because uh, you can't afford my dental work. <laughs> okay, Chili, that's great. <laughs> it's not exactly how I thought that would go. That's okay. No. No, 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 no. Um, and so I think it's a pain in the butt for these guys to have to come up here. And this does have a cord, for God's sake. Why are we doing this, really, right? So while Mr. Quinn, fisherman, would be getting me a drink, please. Yes, thank you so much. I adore you. I will. Um, the next question is, what question are you hoping we won't ask? <laughs> The question I'm hoping you do not ask is, am I wearing my kilt properly? Because you should never ask a Scotsman that question. Well, are you? <laughs> I'm going to go and hide now. I'll give you Norwegian though and you to find out if you'd like to.
recently, but obviously they have.
question here. Now this one's a little bit more serious. <laughs> I know. I don't think I don't think they understood. Do you still find that you chase the high of BDSM inspired sex, looking for something harder, kinkier, more outrageous? Has being in the lifestyle jaded your view and feelings about vanilla sex? Absolutely. It's very it so, is, isn't it? About seven years ago, six, seven years ago, I uh, had this realization that I had actually started doing that, that I had not just started doing that, but I've been doing that for about five years. And it was a really problematic realization for me because I realized that vanilla sex had become scary and edgy and problematic, and I was really actively defining myself as an edge player at the time. It was part of my core identity. So since vanilla sex was edgy for me, I therefore had to explore vanilla sex. Uh, and that ended up becoming my new edge play. And now that I'm an edge player, it means that vanilla sex has to be in my repertoire to be an edge player. <laughs> yeah. 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 So it becomes a cyclical system for me, where if I explore vanilla enough, then I have to be able to come back to Rocky Road, because I have to be able to come back to Dark Chocolates, which means eventually I end up with, you know, Jimmy uh, Gallman Fudge. And that's really what I'm looking for. I had a similar experience to Lee in that there was a point where I was definitely like, wow, I'm really exploring my masochism. I am getting the shit beat out of me at least twice a month. Um, I basically recover enough from one meeting to receive another. And it really worked for me for a while. And then, you know, that period of my life ended, and I find that I'm in a new period where I'm exploring the really scary masochistic shit. Trust. <coughs> Intimacy. Here, here. Commitment. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and me, I am actually more frightened and on edge in my current relationship than I've ever been in my entire life because I am with someone who says that she loves me unconditionally and she can't ever imagine us breaking up. Whoa. Yeah. That's and edge. Really, that's edge. That's and edge. really everything else that we're doing in, in bed, on the play floor, in the dungeon, in DS, you know? It, it's icing on that cake, that big, scary cake. Mm -hmm. there, there. Wow. Um, yes, I do think that I have become jaded. Um, I walk through a, a dungeon now, and nothing will even make me bat an eye. As far as do I search out more extreme, no, I search out more. Um, <laughs> more is good, leave it more. He searches out more. Right. Uh, if it's vanilla, if it's really kinky, if it's me on top, me on bottom, it's whatever the energy is with the person that, or persons that I'm with at that time. Well, there. Okay. That was kind of serious. It kind of brought us down. <laughs> A question? It was a good question. It was intense, wasn't it? Yeah, a little bit. Alright, made it all feel like what we do is a little bit more legitimate. And now we all feel that way, so can we move on? Good. Um, now at this point, before I go on with some of these other questions, um, there was also, it was also the opportunity for folks in the audience who maybe had not submitted a question or weren't really sure what kind of question to submit because they didn't know what was going on here. Yes, there will. Yes. So before we move on with the questions.
questions that we have had. Is there anybody here who, now that you've seen the way this is going, <laughs> have any questions? Thoughts? Anyone? No, they're all looking at it. Are you kidding? Oh, here, thank God. Um, what is the greatest thing that you are afraid of? In terms of, like, being a sad or... I think we just talked about it. I told you I you a... You what? You need to pick another one. <laughs> what are you afraid of, Jim? I am afraid of, in, in terms of, of sluthood. Sluthood. <laughs> sluthood. Of uh, uh, not being able to form a connection with another person. Whatever the level that connection is, that my ability, their ability, that um, energy that we share together. If that wasn't in my life, uh, it would be very, very sad. For folks who don't know me very well, I do, uh, I work as a shaman spirit worker. I'm an owned individual by the deity bear, who you might refer to as a totem. And I went to a gathering of spirit workers a couple of years ago, and there was an individual there. Different people have different oaths that they swear to the deities that they serve. And there was one individual there who the act that she had undergone for the deity that she served hit me so profoundly that it's a, a fear of mine that I would be asked for the same thing, which was somebody who has been, uh, not had their libido or their desires taken away in any way, shape, or form, but is not allowed to touch another human being or themselves in any sort of sensual or sexual way of any sort. Um, she may not stroke her own face sensually, though she longs to. She may not, uh, or I should say, she could not. She's passed away since then. Uh, but she was not allowed to do anything sensual or sexual with anyone, including herself. And the idea of not being able to stop on a summer's afternoon and feel the breeze on my face and take in that moment of longing. That's here. Well, don't take that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. Holy. <laughs> Back to the roast portion of this night. Okay. <laughs> I'm moving right along now. That was, I mean, who was it? You like the serious, right? You were, yeah. I don't do well with that. <laughs> we'll move on. Now, here we are. Let's see. Oh. Any other questions? Oh boy, do we have some? Oh, anyone else with a question? We'll move on. Oh yes, right here. What is the most thrilling thing that you have done that makes you feel extremely primal or down to earth? Or slutty. Slutty. Slutty and primal. Like what's slutty? The most. The most. I think it's that moment. This is the inquirer stuff right here. Come on. Yeah. It's that moment. And I love this because it can happen over and over and over. It's that moment where you're looking at someone and you're breathing with them, and all it is is you and that people in that experience, that little, tiny bubble. And that is the most amazing thing. Who here has ever done an energy pull? Mm. Energy pull is basically when you get two salmon hooks put into your chest, and the ends of a rope attached to them, 
and then you pull on the hooks. And who doesn't want to do that, really? Yeah, no. At my event, uh, Primal Pain, we have about 40 to 50 people all doing this at the same time. And one of the most popular things is to get a big ring and everyone attaches their carabiner that's attached to their rope onto this central ring. And you get everyone will lean back and pull against each other. One of the things that I absolutely love doing is going in the center and taking that ring and pressing upwards and upwards and upwards. <laughs> the people who are like 10 feet away from me are now about here. They are all screaming and moaning in a mixture of pain and pleasure and they are straining to keep up with me and that gets my dick so hard. <laughs>
questions at this point. Most people? 
Really? I wouldn't have said that. Well, when I'm in Victoria, it's like... The rules are different, right? <laughs> yeah. Everybody in Victoria has seen it. <laughs> That's why he's one of our most favorite presenters, right? Everybody says, can you bring back the guy that does everyone? <laughs> yeah, okay, sure. Whatever it takes to sell tickets, you know? different, but I mean, it's Alaska, really. These people are dealing with walruses and things. I Someone else is out there. But I also like to connect with people on other levels, such as being an art slut or a theory slut. What are some ways to integrate other areas of my life with my slut sphere? Well, there's a new word, and I want to see it on Wikipedia. <laughs> slut sphere. What are some ways to integrate this in my slut sphere? I think there's a variety of ways to integrate into other parts of your life or to integrate other aspects of your life into your slut sphere. Like wear feathers on your head? Like wear feathers on your head. Um, one way is to start putting yourself out there to people as, I would like to go to an art gallery or I would like to do some art. I would like to do this. Would you like to do this with me? Similar to, hi, I like sex. Would you like to have sex with me? I would like to have sex with you. Um, <laughs> no, trust me, this one's weird. Um, 
Okay. Stand up and without using words, show us what body part you are most proud of as a slut. Confession part. This is good. How are you? I'm not on the panel. Anyone else? That was a good question. Do you have another one? Oh wait, there is one. Who are you scoping out for tonight?
And we only have one more, which is a good thing because somebody who like is really in, keeps track of time and stuff and is it was you. It was so you. Gave me the high sign and said It's like okay, all right. Occasionally I do do as I'm asked. Who asked you to do that? Oh my god. All right, so we're down to the last question then, I guess, obviously. This is it. Um, we're going to climax? <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I mean, you could. I'm not there yet, but... There's more. I am um, Kobe beef. Yes. <laughs> You're a what? To be eaten without cutlery. what? <laughs> and oh. use your teeth. <laughs> Take me into your mouth. <laughs> and devour me. Pull the cord. Turn that off. Just kind of like getting laid in the brain. It's good. 
Um, Lay it yeah. in the brain. I generally, my favorite types of orgasms, and I just have to say the ones that are like really, really awesome, is when I have all four electrical con contacts or somewhere around my genitals, I am being fisted and I am allowed to jack off, which simultaneously shocks my fingers at the same time. That's a pretty damn good I would say my favorite types of orgasms and ones that have resonated the most through my lifetime are those related to sacred sex encounters, where I have been present not only with myself and with my partner, with the, but with the entirety of the universe. Cool. Those are intense. What about him? Him. That guy. Him. Him. Thanks for making me have to follow that. <laughs> <laughs> that is a tough one. Um, I'm going to say that the greatest orgasm that I ever had actually occurred um, this morning if that person's in the room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Later, this person and I break up. 
to occur. Then I went to Lupercalia, and not wanting to besmirch my ex-talk, who was well known in Edmonton's good name, I told the story anonymously. The embarrassing part is going home, and she's like, so, how's Lupercalia? How's everybody? How's things? And I said, blah, 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 and I told that story. And she said, well, why the fuck didn't you say it was me? <laughs> and I said, Louise Vendor and I'm your story. Well, <laughs> six people, seven, and me, never mind. 
you have to leather conference. <laughs> so it, it was you know, very hot and it was really fun to watch her take all the garbage up to the garbage can afterwards, walking like she had just ridden a 500 pound horse. <laughs> Um, but the kind of embarrassing thing was um, I got invited to present again in 2011 and I got back there and, and Jim, great to see you. Hey, did you know they have security cameras in their parking lot? <laughs> Oh, 
mister. There you are, sir. It doesn't, doesn't fit. And quickly, just before I forget, I just want to say thank you to Lady Fish for actually really had to twist her arm to do this. And thanks to our panel. A lot of this planning and stuff goes to them. It's their idea. for helping us keep this going. So we'll see you all at the party.